It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no, but angel hair pasta. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. This week's podcast is kindly sponsored by Who Knows Wins. This is a new social sports game where mates, family and colleagues pit their wits for real money. Use the free app to play directly against your pals in your own custom league or join the thriving community of players in one of our existing competitions like this week's Pick 10 League with a guaranteed £6,000 prize fund. Keep on top of the action with live updates and bask in the glory with live chat. You don't need to get all the predictions right. You just need to get more than anyone else. Guaranteed winners every day. Download the app now from the link below in the description. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast episode. I don't know, I've lost count. As you can see, we're a bit thin on the ground this evening. Um, just like old times, though. It's just yeah, like old just times. Like old times. Um, just me and the judge. Uh, Harry's busy at work, um, being on telly and radio and all that. What, what, what? Uh, Daniel's on holiday. Um, and Graham, unfortunately, is feeling a bit under the weather. So I hope you uh, feel better soon, Graham. Um, if you're watching, I'm sure you are. Um, get well soon, mate. Hello to everyone in the chat. Hello to everyone watching us live. Hello. Thank you very much for coming along. And of course, hello to everyone listening to us on the old Spotify or a cast or Apple Podcasts or you know the drill. All those podcast outlets. Um Hundreds and thousands of them out there. Hello to you if you're listening to us on, on, on one of us. Judges, how are you doing, mate? All good, all good. And, uh, and have a good weekend, Craigie boy, wasn't it? Like, you know, um, uh, listen, all the results are, are so far have gone our way. And we got the job done yesterday as well, got the win. Um, I, uh, and I thought we played well yesterday, if I'll be honest. I thought, you know, 3-2 uh, um, didn't really justify what the, the actual play of our play was like, really. I, I think, you know, we've got to be a little bit more ruthless. But no, I was more than delighted to get the three points. I thought, well, do you know, I don't know about how you feel about it, but even though we won, I thought, well, the, the, the Man United game was, you know, yeah, if they if they won or lost, but 
I watched the bits of it, like you know, and they were poor as anything, like you They're know, very, so um, very, very poor. Yeah, I watched it. Um, I mean, Manchester City didn't even get into third gear, did they? I don't, I don't think I, I, I thought Manchester City had two, three more gears to go. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a stroll. What I see of it, uh, and, and do you know what? Before the game, I don't know how you felt, but I, 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 we was going up to the Watford game. We said, you know what? I think Man United could nick something off of them. You know what I mean? Like, I felt that they could do it. And then they never really give it a go, did they? It was no, there was no, they weren't even in the game, you know? No, so They gave up, didn't they? They well, yeah. You know, they some they one, gave up after the third one. Yeah, and I think um, they probably were, before that game, I would have said, you know, mainly they'd probably be our main rivals for the top four. If someone said to me, if, if Arsenal ain't going to get it, who did you think was going to get it? I would have said, man, United. I'm not so sure now, like, you know. So I think that uh, Spurs are, are still very much in it. And that, I'm going to say this now. Oh, if I was a Spurs fan, I'd be quite confident going up to Man United next week, thinking I might be able to get something from that game because, uh, you know, I, I don't really see. <sighs> Any dangers off them, like you know? I, I really don't. I thought they were that poor. No, I, I, yeah, I, you know, I, I I'd definitely be back in Spurs to beat Man United. Yeah, um, I, I think, unfortunately, I think that you know, you know, they're going to go up to Manchester this year and and and, and be unbeaten. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, that's for a, that's for another conversation. But what about? Yeah. What about us um, yesterday, Lee? Um, you were all there, Harry, Lee, um, and Dan. You put up a nice picture. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I put up on Twitter. That was nice to see you all at the game, Lee. Um, for, for for sections of that game, it was like watching Venga Ball. It wow. was absolutely superb. That third yeah. goal, I have been watching. <laughs> over and over and over again. What a goal. What a team goal. Uh, when it went in, I jumped up and I said to my kids, record that and watch that every day because that is how you play football. Oh, um, Sensation. Oh, it was it was amazing. I mean, Arsene Wenger sitting at home watching that in tears, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Do you know what I'm going to say? First and foremost... It was a really good game of football to watch. It was a good game. I thought it was end-to-end. I thought, um, I'm going to be really honest with you, I felt that um, Watford played their part in it. I, I, they, I don't know because it was of the early goal, but that sort of went out the window a little bit of their, them sort of going to be defending and we're going to be just like trying to break them down. I felt that um, they went for it as, as much as they, they could do as well. I thought that it was a really, really good game end-to-end. Um, you know, we could have been a goal down in the first 10 seconds, you know, if it weren't for that, that offside, it was close. You know, I didn't think we started off great in that first minute or so. But then, you know, a, a, oh, a bit of... I, I've watched it four times now, right? And I, I, I like to know from the comments on yourself, Craig, Ulegaard's back flick. Did he mean that? Or or, or, or or was it a little bit of luck? Because if I've watched it. It's sensational if he's meant that. And then, like, Saka goes through, plays it back to him. Beautiful finish. And, if it, you know, it was a wonderfully constructed goal by them two. By the way, them two were fantastic yesterday to watch. You know, absolutely fantastic. And then we're 1-0 up. And I'm thinking, well, you know, like, this, this, this go on and win this comfortably. Credit to Watford. It was a fantastic goal from them. It, you know what I mean? An absolutely um, fantastic goal. Uh, and you think, you know, like... 
I thought, you know, oh, geez, you know, get, get a goal like that. We don't really need that. But I thought then from then from then on to half-time, I thought that was some of the best stuff we played. We controlled the game. Another fantastic finish. Another fantastic finish from Saka. I, don't, I think that that was a fantastic finish as well. And then, um, yeah, I thought that in the second half, totally in control. As you said, wonderful goal. Lovely flick from Odegaard. Lovely touch from Lacazette. And wow, what a finish. Right in front of the last fans as well. That was as good as it gets. That's as good as it gets. And I felt that I actually turned around and I think it might have been to Harry or Dad and said, it might have been Russ, I can't remember who it was now. I said, this is the most comfortable I've felt at Vicarage Road for a very long time, Craig. I thought we I, was in I, I, control. I know you were there and, you know, it's a completely different, you know, it's a completely different thing of being there and watching it on telly, but I weren't comfortable at 3-1. My brother-in-law was here with me and I said, no, we need another one here. We need another one here before I'm going to feel comfortable. And especially when it went to 3-2. Uh, <laughs> the old uh, the old back door was uh, twitching a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, you're right. I think like that, you know, they scored, what, two minutes from the end. And then there was five, when they put up five minutes, I thought, whoa, you know. But I, I, I don't know how you, you know, it might be different. What's yours. I always felt we was look comfortable. I didn't think I, I didn't think where I was going to score from there. I thought, do you know what I said to I, you know? I will see this out now, but um, I just felt there was a little bit of um, I don't say uh, a little bit of arrogance from us. I wouldn't say it was too much. We just got a little bit cocky with ourselves with the way we was playing, and just thought that we was going to get three or four, five or six. I don't know, and it, it we just done a few things that I'm not saying I weren't happy with because I was happy with the performance but there was a couple of times when I felt we should have shot and we was just trying to get another one to go I know we got one to go I think they thought oh, we're trying to get another one I don't know uh, substitutions I felt um, were substitutions of oh, the game's won let's just give players some, some minutes um, and it you know, it could have come back and bit us, but that's no criticism of the players or the manager or anything like that. I just think that sometimes that can happen in a game, uh, and that's why you've got to be on your metal all the time, Craig. And fortunately, yeah. we we defend. You know, I thought uh, we defended quite well again in when it mattered, and um, it was a look, listen. We was going. I don't know how you was thinking. Like boring one nil over the took, and I thought oh, that's yeah. why something like that. You know, for real. But. Um, for real. It was an entertaining game and a good three points. So, uh, you know, listen, I know a lot of Arsenal fans are saying, oh, it's great seeing us where we are. And it is great seeing us in fourth. But, we, you know, we've got to we've got to think beyond that. You know what I mean? Let's see if we can chase Chelsea down there Let's, and, and not be satisfied with where we are as fans. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of things on Twitter saying, oh, isn't it nice to see Arsenal in fourth? Well, 10 years ago, we weren't saying that, was we? You know what I mean? It, weren't, it was a failure. You know what I mean? So... Um, why at this moment in time it's really, really good. We've still got to, as fans, push, push and, you know, push the board, push to the manager and um, try and get a bit higher and go from there. But I thought, you know, at this moment in time, you know, fourth would be fantastic. That's the platform we need to to to, to launch from. And, um, yeah, I felt that uh, that was a really good performance yesterday. When you talk about, you know, top four... You know we're in the top four now, and we should be pushing on. You know, pushing to 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 get Chelsea. I mean, if we if we, I believe we'll be was it two points behind them if we win our games in hand. Um, and then the interview I see with Bakayoko Saka yesterday after the game, you mentioned about how 
Um, you know, they're all onside and they all realise what it is they've got to do. Um, and they're, they're playing cup finals every week. I mean, that kind of mentality is what is the mentality that you mm. want to hear. And, and and coming from listening to that kind of talk, I believe that they think that as well, Lee. I believe that, yeah, okay, we're up in fourth. Great. Let's go, um, you know, let, let's get better. You know, let, let's go for third. Do you think? Do you think the team are, are looking at that? You know, why? Well, okay, we're fourth. Great. Let's just keep winning games and see where we go. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, for yeah. one minute, I don't believe the players are going to settle for fourth. No, I'd like to. I'd like to think so because if you if you if you aim for fourth, you know, I mean, you, you, you're going to get fourth. That's that's you know. But if you're aiming for third, you might you might not get third, but you're going to get fourth. You know, what I mean, I think that's the the, the attitude we've got to go for now. I I, I think that. Um, this moment in time, we, we as a club, and I, I think as a fans, we're still looking behind, you know, like um, we're looking at uh, Everton to try and do us a favour today. I don't think they will, but we're looking for that. But what I'm looking at and what I'm saying is I've seen Manchester United yesterday, you know, that are poor. West Ham, I thought, put up a good show, if I'll be honest, against Liverpool, but they're further down the down the, the track. Tottenham, uh, you know, if they win today, will will certainly be in with a chance. And if they beat Man United, but what I'm looking at is they're all a little bit inconsistent. So why, you know, like f- try and forget about them and just try and you know get get to Chelsea? Why can't we try and attack Chelsea? See what we can do. Absolutely. Well, I think that we get third. No, I don't. But I think that we've got a chance of putting a little bit of uh, pressure on them and, and another couple of wins. I've said all along. Craig, that we need to win all five of these games. We've won four of them now. You know, we need to beat um, uh, Leicester on Sunday, and then we go into the Liverpool game. You know, where I, I, I hope we can win that game. But if we got a draw, you wouldn't be sort of like um, too despondent. Depending no, on the game, goes, of course. Like, you know, you know that it's a difficult game. But I think I expect us to get three points yesterday. I expect us to get the points against Wolves. I expected the games against Brentford and I expect us to beat Leicester. Do I expect us to beat Liverpool? No, but I don't expect us to lose now. I think that, you know, we're going to go in that with a lot of confidence. Listen, they've got a lot to play for, a lot of pressure on that game as well. So, um, I, I, I feel that, you know, and if we was to win that game, you know, then then it would be a, a real um, a real good shot in the arm. I'll tell you what's a very, very good... I had a conversation with one of my Spurs pals yesterday he messaged me, Mark, and, you know, we was talking about the, uh, the Vets game because obviously I didn't go just, you know, talking about that. And he said, oh, you keep bloody winning. And I like that, man, you know, like, the, you know, like, that. Oh, they've won again. You know what I mean? Like, it's the, when Arsenal are winning there, it's knocking the, oh, they've won again. Yeah. You know, do, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. uh, and, and, and he's going tonight and he's saying it puts pressure on now. On, our, uh, on Tottenham to win tonight. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, a little bit more pressure, like, you know, and, and that's what we've got to do. You know, oh, Arsenal won again. Not not stuffing out the teams around us, you know. Don't give them any hope. Don't give them any hope that, they're, we, that we're going to be caught. Cool. I heard Gary Neville yesterday saying, oh, you know, I don't trust Arsenal. But, you know, after watching that, he still trusts Man United. That tells me that he's a, he's a Man United fan and he's not really looking at the bigger picture. So, win your games. You can't, you know... We won yesterday against Watford. Man United fans would have been disappointed going into the ground knowing that. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what we've got to do. You know, we've just got to keep winning the games that we're expected to win. You know, and then if you keep winning the games you're expected to win, you know, 
you, you ain't gonna, we ain't going to be far short. We've got some very, very difficult games coming up, Craig. Very, very difficult away games. So we need, need I, I don't know about you, but didn't it look much better? Fourth with games in hand, other, other than six with game in hands. You know what I mean? Oh, like, sure, look. You know, that's a big difference. Yeah. Massive yeah. difference. Absolutely. You know, that massive obviously- difference. That's giving us confidence, and of course, I mean, as as football fans, that's going to that, that's given us the confidence, and I'm sure I'm sure that that confidence must filter through into the dressing room as well. You know, they must be talking about it together. Um, they must see what they what what they've what they've started to achieve together, um, and obviously that must. I mean, you've been in football teams, I've been in football teams, everyone's been in football teams. When you're winning and you're in a team, everything is hundred times better. You feel more together when you're winning. You know, the relationships are better when you're winning. I mean, I was a goalkeeper. You know, relationships with the on-field players are better. You do your job, I'll do my job. You know, you're all high fight. You know, so confidence is a big thing, I think, with Arsenal. And I, and I think we're starting to see a very, very confident team um, coming through. I would have liked to have seen it a bit earlier on in the season, if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, um, but that grows. I think it, it, it grows. I, I remember playing a team um, when... Um, Maybe a little bit like Arsenal when we were, we were starting to go places. And when we was first in the team, you'd be going away from home, going like, "Well, we, you know, I'm not too sure if we win this, but you know what I mean. Like, uh, might might be a difficult game today. Uh, this is a tough game." Um, and then a few months later, getting on the coach or whatever, going, oh, "Well, we're win today. We're win today. We, we, you know." that mentality mindset changes and that changes because you're winning games. You believe in who you've got coming alongside you. You know, there might be a player that's signed or as another player. That's a, you know, you look around the team and you, as, as a player, and you think, oh, he's a good player. He's a good centre-half. He's a good midfield player. He's a good striker. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I, I think that we're getting that with, with the players we've got now. Like, you know, um, we didn't have Smith-Rowe playing yesterday, but we, you know, like Saka, you know, is, is a quality player. I like it when Roy Hudson comes over and turns around and says, well, they're a good side. You know what I mean? Like, I know that he's covering up a little bit, but ultimately, no. You know what I mean? I think that they know. I think that Ullegaard's looking more and more more part of the player. And whether you like Shaka and Partey, whether you do or you, whether you don't, what I like about them, we were talking about this yesterday, is that if you're playing up against them, you can't bully them. I don't yeah. think you can intimidate them that much. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're not going to get, you, you know, they're not going to crumble like that. Um, you know, so I like that side of things as well. So they've got these, we've got two powerful units in midfield that you're not going to intimidate. You're not going to boss. Uh, and, and in fact, I thought they was, they was good yesterday. And Watford are always a big, strong side. I remember watching Watford at home and thinking, oh, God, they're a big, powerful team. How are we going to handle this? Like, But I think that we've grown as a side now. There is a lot more, um, not with just togetherness with us, there is also that physicality of the, the side has changed a little bit, Craig. You know what I mean? Like, I look well, at it now, you know, uh, the spine is maybe not as fluent with footballers and all that, but it's nowhere near as weak. It's strong, you know what I mean? Ben White yourself all stood up. Again, another good performance. Him and Gabriel are, 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 are physically strong players. Then you've got Partey and Shaka, physically strong players. We haven't got that physical strong player in the, the front bit. But I'll tell you what, for his size and what he does, Lacazette does put himself about, you know. Um, mm. It does take a few bumps and, and bruises up there. So it's good. Listen, we were talking yesterday, like, you know, 
how many players are we away from being a really, really good side? I think three, Craig. You know what I mean? It's not like five, six, seven, is it? No more like, you know? And that's, you, you, whether you like Mikel Arteta or not, or you, you don't trust him or, or whatever, you've got to give him credit for that, you know? And I think that you have. I think that all of a sudden, we're nowhere near the finish cycle. We know that, you know, because even as good as performances it was yesterday, there were flaws in that game yesterday. But ultimately, you do see potential. That uh, there could be a really good side here. Massive potential. Um, I want to go back to Odeg- Martin Odegaard, man of the match mm. uh, for me, clear man of the match. Um, between him and Saka, I thought I thought Saka was Saka was brilliant yesterday. But for me, Martin Odegaard took it absolutely, run the show in midfield, um, scored a beautiful goal, involved in, in nearly everything we done. Yeah. Um, you know he's had his critics when he you know when he came on loan and then you know when we when we signed him everyone was like oh my god this fellow ain't no better than Sabayas this kind of thing but it just goes to show that when a player comes to a club and the manager gives him a bit of confidence and the manager shows him you know a bit of you know that he's he's one of his main men what that can do for a player and, and what a player we've got on our hands Lee with Martin Odegaard Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Sergeant and Mr. Smith, you're going to love this house. Bunk beds in a closet? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Yeah, um, I I, I, I concur with everything you say. I think that... uh, I looked at him last year and I thought, like, yeah, there's potential. You know, I think that because I don't know really why people looked at him and were, were sort of saying that, um, you know, they, they expected more of him and everything like that. But I, I always thought that he was quite young and uh, 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 and that. Um, but what I was what I did like was there was a player there. You could see that he could play. You could also see that he could um, um, nip things up a little bit in midfield and everything there. But didn't quite have the final touch and or, or the goal scoring. So I think that's something he's got to work on yesterday because there was one time yesterday, that's twice now in two games, he's had the chance to just be really ruthless and just bury it. And he's tried to, mm. to, to little intricate pass and everything like that. You know, when you get the opportunity, bury it. But, but I, I felt that, He's, he's grown more grown into the way we're playing a little bit. Like I, I do definitely think that with Partey and Shaker in there, that helps him out. There's he can just roam around a little bit more, but he gets into those little pockets, and when he gets into those pockets, he's got fantastic first touch, Craig, and that gives him the little bit of space to do things and all that. Like you know, he's not looking for a second touch; his first touch, and he's he's looking to get it away. And I, I, what I like about him is that he's going into that drifting into that little right hand side channel. And 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 I think that he's probably enjoying enjoying that because, it, it, you know, I'm not criticising Martinelli here, but Saka's just got that lovely little bit of footballing ability as well. So they can play off each other and, and it looks really quite intricate and really good. I think with Martinelli, he's more 
a little bit more direct, if you know what I mean, which is what you want. You don't want it or everybody the same. But um, yeah, I'm, 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 I've been really impressed with him. And even when he wasn't playing well, Craig, his work rate was something there to behold. I, I, and, and people turn around and go, oh, well, yeah, that should be a given work rate. Well, is it? Because I didn't see Ozil giving that sort of work rate. Yeah. I didn't see Man United players giving the work rate yesterday, like, you know. So when people say it's a given, yes, it should be a given. But it's not necessarily a given, and um, but he 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 works really really hard for the team. He's he's not just about himself. He he, he seems like a really good team player as well. Fantastic performance yesterday. He's got to do that against Liverpool, though. I know that sounds yes. um, uh, like I'm being a bit critical and all that. Like I want to see him do that against Liverpool. Oh that yeah, sort of absolutely. That's, that's what we brought him in for, you know. Yeah, that's that sort of, of game, that performance against yeah. Liverpool, pulling the strings, making them go all over the place. That's what I would like, like, you know. Absolutely. I want to, I was reading um, a few things on Twitter today and a, a, a stat that jumped out at me was um, that Lacazette has now got more assists than Bruno Fernandes um, this season, <laughs> which is quite, quite funny, I think. But then, of course, I'm, you know, I'm scrolling through Twitter and people are saying, oh, but Bruno Fernandes has scored more goals um, than Lacazette. He's your. He's supposed to be your striker. That's a fair argument, um, and a, and a very fair point. But my 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 point being, Lee, is how good is it having Lacazette up there providing the assists? I think it's eight in eight in as many games. I think um, no seven. Yeah, seven seven. I think in as in, in as many games. If you've got Lacazette up there providing assists for the likes of Martinelli and Saka, are we bothered that he's not scoring goals? You like him to score goals, obviously, like you know what I mean. Yeah, but ultimately, yeah. ultimately, um, as long as he's contributing, I said this yesterday. He's he's contributing now. Abamyang's a goal scorer. That's nothing against Abamyang. There's lots of players like that are goal scorers, you know, and they don't contribute in 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 other areas. So if they don't score goals, they're not contributing. That has never been put at Lacazette's door. He's always contributed or or, or tried to. He's missed good chances, which have cost us games. But ultimately. He's in there to link up play for, for uh, and, and and bring in other players and you know chip in with some goals and and he done that yesterday. Was it a, was it a bad performance from from Lacazette yesterday? No. Does it did he did he score? No. Do we care? No, because we won. It's going to come to it where it, you know like the game against Wolves when he missed that one on one. You know if we'd have lost that game, people would be there. Be there. But listen, we didn't. We got away with it. Um, but he is contributing and uh, it's not easy up there on your own with the back with centre-halves and everything like that. And he has to, you know, get his first touch right. He has to put the little touches and little needless things that he's doing there. And he's done them really well, Craigie boy. He's done them really well. And I, I think at the end of it, um, listen, he will always get criticism because goals are part of, the DNA of a fall, isn't it? You know what I mean? It is the first, you know, the first thing you, you buy. But if you have a look around, we were talking about this the other day as well, like, you know, name me a centre forward that's banging in loads of goals. Hmm. Harry Kane's form of goal scores is not there. You know, Jesus doesn't get many, like, many, many goals. The Liverpool's main central striker doesn't get many goals. So, um, Lukaku, struggled with goals this season. So it's not just Lacazette that struggled with goals. It seems like most most forwards have. But some of these, you know, like 
goal scorers, if they don't contribute, they're left out. But but with Lacazette, he's never that's never been the problem. It's always been about what what else he does and what what, um, what he contributes. I think he's done really well in the last few games, particularly um, the last two. I felt, in fact, in in the game against Watford yesterday, he was very quiet until that um, sacker chance, and then after that, you know, maybe that gave him the confidence to go on. I don't know, but you know, um, once we got control of the game, he's very, very um, uh, an important cog for us to go on and and and. and keep ball we keep the ball really really well by the way you know what I mean like there are times when we we, we, we control the game a lot better I, I don't know if you've noticed that we you know we we, we we go into certain places and then we bring the ball out and people have a little moan on the ground and think oh we could have gone there but it's just keeping the ball just keeping to and what that's doing is tiring out the midfield tiring out their their players and all that like so and he's intricate in that he's a very very important part of it but yes you would like for him to contribute more goals if, if I'll be honest, he didn't really get that many chances yesterday. I don't think he had one was it was a header, if I remember right. But I won't say that was a great chance. Mm-hmm. But when he gets that chance, Craig, he's got to bury it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another nice little stat I brought out, uh, uh, Lee, is that Arsenal are the fourth side uh, in the Premier League to have three players, 21 or under, score five times in the same season. Um, oh, that's a good stat. It's lovely, isn't it? The first team to do it were United in 95-96. The second team were Leeds in 98 and 99. And the last team to have three players, 21 and under, score five goals in the same season was Chelsea um, in 2019. So, I mean, that just goes to show how important these young lads are um, to us Mm. um, at at, at this moment in time. I mean, Saka, Martinelli, uh, Odegaard, um, you know, they're all 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 fantastic players. Um, but one player who has gone under the radar again for me, um, and that's Cedric. I yeah. thought he was brilliant yesterday. Um, had had uh I think he had two saves, didn't he, yesterday in two of the goals? Um He was not, involved in two, definitely. He was, he, was he certainly was. Um and I thought he's I thought he'd gone under the radar again yesterday. Um Arteta's got a Arteta's got a, a headache when uh, Tommy's fit again, hasn't he? He's got a couple of headaches. He's got a couple of headaches with what he does with Smith Rowe. He's got a, he's got a definite headache there with, with, with Cedric as well. Do you know what I don't know about if you noticed with Cedric yesterday? Um he made about five, and I'm talking five sprinted runs, bus in runs, just to overlap. Weren't going to get the ball. He never got the ball once, by the way. Mm-hmm. But he, he he sprinted 50, 40, 30 yards and he'd done it. Knowing he ain't going to get the ball, but he's still done it. And he'd done it again and he'd done it again and he'd done it again. I was very, very impressed with his work right yesterday. He's, you know, he ran himself into the ground in the end. I think like he was gone in, gone in the end. Yes, he's not quite... Um, as good as Tommy Hassel defending, but he gives us something going forward, you know, really does. And uh, I think at the end of it, you know, have we missed Tommy Hassel? I said that yesterday. Have we missed Tommy Hassel? The answer is no. Is that because Tommy Hassel's not a bad player? No, it's because Cedric's been playing really, really well. And that's up, a compliment yeah. to Cedric. That's a big, big compliment to Cedric. And at this moment in time, if Tommy Hassel's fit come Sunday, I'd expect Cedric to start because, you know, he deserves to because those sort of performances forget whose name it is and whatever when you perform like that you deserve you deserve a bit of um a backing you deserve a bit of uh, uh an opportunity and he's played so well now 
in those four games. Opportunities come. Like sometimes if you're a squad player, you only play one game or two games at the max and then you back off. But he's had four now. And in those four games, he's built a bit of a, a head of steam. So I think that he deserves a, deserves to play in the next game. And, you know, what we've got to do is we've got Tommy Asu coming back when we've got those sort of, hopefully, when we've got those three games in, in six days. So um, yeah. we can maybe rotate. But for me, at this moment in time, we you know, we... You know, get, we've got to get um, Cedric back, keep him playing. Listen, Tommy Asu, when he's fit, will will come back because he's you know he's a better player and uh, and Cedric's the number two. But you know, give credit where credit's due, and I'm glad you mentioned him because I thought he was superb again yesterday. Absolutely, fifteen wins in the last twenty five games, Lee. Mm. Uh, compared to the last two seasons, we only won eighteen and fourteen in the whole of the seasons. Um, 15 wins in 25 now um, for, for, for the manager uh, this season. I know we keep talking about it every week. We talk about it every week. Everyone talks about it every week. But one thing I noticed yesterday when I was listening to Mikel Arteta is that he was still, even though he'd won the game, he was still angry about the little mistakes that they were making. Mm. Um, you know, he, he was still angry that the, the standards had slipped. Um, and that he was angry about the, you know, whether they were small mistakes, big mistakes, whatever. Um, he just keeps on reeling me in every week, Arteta. He really does. I, I, I know I've been a big advocate of him for the last two years, and this, that, and the other. But I think a lot of people are seeing or changing their minds on him. I've seen a lot of tweets now this week. Oh, I think I owe him an apology. I think I, you know. Um, within the fan base, a lot of people are saying, you know, or perhaps we should give him a chance. Then I was watching Talksport, and Laura Woods and Jamie O'Hara were having an argument. I don't know if you saw it. No, I didn't know. They were having an argument about if if Arsenal finish in the top four this year, is it an overachievement? Now, Laura Woods, the Arsenal, as we all know, is an Arsenal mm -hmm. fan. She said it is an overachievement. Whereas Jamie O'Hara came back and said to her, well, it's not an overachievement. You've spent £150 million. You should be in the top four. But I, I'm kind of siding with Laura Woods, I think. I think if we do finish fourth, it's an overachievement. I think so, because I don't think that anyone expected us to finish in the top four this year. And... Another reason why I think it's an overachievement that Mikel Arteta is not one of these world-class managers that we that we see in the league. You've got Klopp, world-class manager. You've got Pep, world-class manager. You've got what Tuchel? Is he world-class up for debate? But he's certainly better than Arteta. If he's finishing up there with him, it's it's an overachievement, Lee. Is it? It's a difficult. It's a great question. Because at the beginning of the season, you'd put Man United there, if I'll be honest, you know what I mean? And if Man United come above us, you'd probably think that uh, um, we would probably, like, um, say fifth. But I've always said, I don't care whether it's Mikel or whether it's who's ever in manager, we should be the, at least, the least thing challenging for top four. Not saying that we should be getting it, but I think that we should be challenging. We haven't challenged it for the last couple of seasons, and that's been poor. This season, I expected us to challenge for it. Did I think we'd get it? No, because I thought Man United wouldn't be as bad as what they are. But after seeing what I've seen of Man United, we should be getting fourth. fourth. And, and it isn't um, uh, 
an underachieve, underachievement because we're one of the big clubs in this country. There's no two ways about it. Are we bigger than um, Liverpool, Chelsea and Man City? Not as far as the teams are concerned at this moment in time, but we've still got clout. And, and I, I don't think that we should look at it and go, well, we, we know, oh, it's an overachievement. You know, what we should be doing is going, yeah, we should be challenging the top form when we get it, you know, expect to get it. And then when we've got it, we move on again. Um, but this top four race is not a, a not a gimme by any stretch of the imagination for any of these teams now. You know, like if you look at it, there's would would Man United Man United should be challenging for the title, let alone top four. So they're 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 gonna say that it's disappointing. But ultimately, if everybody plays to their ability, you know, you're in for some sort of top four race, isn't you? Because there's there's six teams that are really that are more than capable of doing it. So mm. The fact of the matter is, and even Newcastle are going to be brought in, there's going to be one or two that are going to be left out, Craig. And I think that, I wouldn't say it's overachieving or, 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 or underachieving if we get there, like, you know, or we don't. I think that um, it, it's a very, very difficult answer to answer it, like, you know, if I'll be honest. I think that we've got a, at the moment, I'll be disappointed. I think it would be an underachieve. I think we would be an underachieve if we didn't get it this season with what I've seen as far as teams are concerned. Now, beginning of the season, you would have backed Man United to work, to, to, to get top four, but, you, you know, that's on paper. But, you know, we know it's not played on paper. It comes, you know, on, on, on what goes on in the season. And there's there's different things and scenarios that happen during the season. That's what makes it so special, you know, um, of it all. I, I think that um, Arsenal should never be thinking that it's an underachievement to get into top four. As a club, I don't think as a fan, I don't think that I should have because the fact that the club tells me with my um, uh, season price tickets and everything like that, that we're, 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 we're paying a lot higher than just being expected to be fourth or fifth or sixth. So from that point of view, I'm, I'm going to go off the bat and say that when you're charging me what you're charging me, I expect us to be in top four mm. or challenging for it. And and that's how I feel, and I don't think that that's that's wrong to feel like that. I, if we get it this season, I I, I think that it'd be a fantastic achievement. I'm not going to get wrong, and, and well done to Mikel. If we don't get it, it's how we don't get it. You know, I mean, if we don't get it with the way the teams are playing at the moment, Craig, then you're going to that's a failure. But if we get it with a Man United all of a sudden playing in top gear or or, or another team, dare I say it, getting top gear, then you'd have to turn around and go, all right, okay. But at this moment, I still think that we're in a prime, prime place to do really well on it. And um, listen, we're Arsenal Football Club and I I think that we've just sort of um, forgot about that over the last few years. I'm not saying that we forgot about it, it's the wrong word. We've, We've... We've let our standards drop as fans and and, and 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 as a club as well. We should we should be expecting to get into the top four, and when we don't, it should be a disappoint, disappointment. Not oh well, you know, six is an improvement. Is that a bit of a? Is that a bit of what's happened over the years? Though? Is that a bit of like you know? Or were we finished in the top four for ten years on the trot? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, think, is that a bit of you know what I'm saying? Is expectant? Is that 
have the fans not i mean like i'll be honest with you and i know what i understand what you're saying about we should never lower our standards but over the last few years i have i not not my yeah we all have we all have great boy we all have you have i have because we've been drummed into it oh the the stadium's paying for this and paying for that and top four is important because we need that fight so we, we was all sort of What's the word like uh, I'm looking for? Like hypnotized into that way of thinking, and um, so when when fans have lowered their expectations, that's not a criticism. It's a reality. That's what we've done. You know what I mean? Like, um, but Mikel, and to his credit, is telling everybody no. That's not going to be our standards no more. We we we're. we're we're, we're getting higher than that. Loved his interviews, what he said in the last couple of games, by the way, turning around before the game and saying, when the summer, we're getting quality in, we're going we're going again, we're stepping it up and all. That is all the good things that you want. Um, and and I think that we've we've gone down a route that probably we didn't want to go down with, with, the, with the young players and whatever, like, because it's a long process and all that, like, you know. But if it comes off, Craig, and it, when we do become successful on it, you know, I, I think every Arsenal fan should say, right, yep, sorry, sorry, Mikel, sorry, the Cronkies, sorry, whatever. Enjoy the ride again, like, you know, because I don't think as fans, we enjoyed the ride under Arsenal Wenger because it was expected, you know what I mean? Like, you know, but now we know what can come on that. So I'm, for me, I, I'm I'm just going to enjoy it. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to moan. Of course, I'm going to moan if we don't do well and all that because that's part of being a fan. But ultimately, I do think that we're in a very, very good position with these young kids at the moment. Uh, if we, if we, if it's managed and done properly, and that that becomes on the the owners, that comes on um, uh, Edu, and it comes on Arteta. But I, 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 I expect us to to you know, Craig, I expect us to beat um, Leicester. I expect us to beat Wolves. I expect us to beat. Liverpool at home, if I'm being honest, because we're Arsenal. Now, whether that happens or not is another thing, but I'm going to that game expecting us to win. I don't expect us to perhaps to win those games away from home because I'm more of a realist. But when we're at home, I expect us to win games because we should be winning games. And if we don't, then I'll be disappointed. But that is the same with, with Manchester City. It's the same with uh, Manchester United. It's the same with, with Liverpool. They was expect you know if you went into the to the game and this is the difference of a little bit. Liverpool fans, do you expect to beat West Ham? Oh, yeah, hundred percent. When we was playing West Ham, a few oh tough game. Don't know, don't know. We've got to get back to that mentality. Yes, we're going to win that game because we're 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 this nice. and we're that. It was nice, wasn't it, when we did have that mentality? I remember the, the yeah the, you know, the the invincible season. It was it wasn't about whether we were going to win or not. It was by how many. Um, you know, uh, how many goals are we going to score today? Coming yeah. off that, just one thing. Um, I, 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 I obviously uh, another incident that happened in the match was Arteta's role um, in the third goal, which I thought was quite funny. Um, standing out of his technical area, um, gets the ball, throws it to Saka, and of course we go on and score a goal. Can Watford fans, in your opinion? Have a say there, Lee. Being out of his technical area, um, takes the ball, 
gives it to one of his players and we go on and score. Do, do you think they can feel a bit hard done by there? Yeah, yeah, they can do. I've never known it before. I've probably has happened before, but. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blakey, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It go down. It go down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a, uh, you know, uh, you know, it just shows me, like, apparently someone said that he should have been booked or something for it, like, you know what I mean, weren't, weren't, weren't by the rules and all that, like, you know, but if the ball could, didn't really run out of his tech area, did he? He was about a yard to two yards, and, like, and the ball I mean? did come to him, like, he didn't come to him more than, yeah. more than him running after it and all that, like, you know. Oh, I don't think there's anything right. If it was a minute to go in the game, you're a goal down in racing and getting the ball. I've seen managers do that before, nothing's been said. Just because we scored it, wasn't it? Like you know, yeah. uh, from 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 that point, yeah. No, no Watford player moaned about it. By the way, yeah, true, yeah. No one, yeah, no one moaned about it. I think it, you know, no one sort of said it was a wrong thing. I don't I didn't see anybody going mad about it. It's only when it was brought up afterwards mm. that he sort of sort of had. It'd be interesting to see if it happens again. What will happen? Yeah, true. True. I, don't, I, don't I, think know. It's just, I, I think it's just the media hating on Arsenal. There was nothing to hate on us yesterday. So they said, oh, look, there you go. There's something we yeah, can Yeah, maybe a little bit of that. Yeah, and I don't really understand why. I don't really understand that why, really, to be honest. I don't get that, if yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. Good though. Who do you in the chat um, letting me know that there's some questions coming in? Yes, I can see them. Um, I There is a lovely little feature on here now where I can actually put them aside into their own little section. So uh, we'll come to those in a second. Um, don't you worry about it. Another story going around, Lee, before we go on to the questions. Um, actually, before I can even come to that point, the red kit, the red socks, the red shorts, the red shirt. How many times do you think we've worn that kit? All red. I've been a right stato this afternoon. Well, I'm, I'm impressed with that. Like, I, I know yeah. um, someone put it up. We, we played it against QPR in yeah. the 70s. I, I can't remember Arsenal wearing it that many times, probably once in the, in my time. So I'm going to say four times. We, well, if this stat is to believed, um, and, and, and from the source that I got it from, we've worn that red kit only three times in the last 45 years. Mm. All red. Um, unpopular opinion, I quite liked it. I have to say. Oh, I quite liked it, but you know why? Why? Why against? Why against Watford? You know why didn't they wear the Very white true, shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know um, there are times when you could probably wear um, 
wear that kit. Uh, Wolves, uh, you can't obviously. It was a t- someone said it was a team that we could have um, wore it against. Um, I'm just trying to think. I can't, I can't really think who, who it could be. You know, what I mean, we couldn't wear a. Uh, we couldn't wear our wake, you know. What do we, we, when we played against Wolves, we guess it. So that's right. We could have played against Wolves with that kit, but we chose to play with a blue kit. Right. Okay. But again, why have we got to wear that at Wolves? Yellow, black, and yellow. Why? Why have we got to wear black, red shorts? I don't, I don't know. We could have wore the we could have wore yep. the home kit against um, Wolves. That's what he was saying. Basically, yeah. we could have yeah. worn red, red and white at Wolves uh, instead of the blue kit. You know, yeah. so why why didn't we why did we do that at Watford? I don't really understand why we didn't do that. Why didn't we play in the blue kit against Watford yesterday? If we could, yeah, uh, strange. I, I don't really know. Unless unless there's going to be a thing coming out there where they're all selling red shorts tomorrow. I don't really know, like you know. So uh, well, I, like I quite liked it. I'm going to say it's yeah. something different. Something different. I'm not. I'm not uh, against it. Uh, I wouldn't want to see it at, at, at the Emirates, though. You know, it's white shorts for me. But um, you know, because I'm a traditionalist. But uh, I wasn't totally against it, if I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. One story floating around um, the media as well today, Lee, is that Marcus Rashford is looking for, well, apparently Marcus Rashford is looking for a way out of Manchester United. He's not very happy about um, his treatment. He's not very happy about his game time at Manchester United. People are quickly jumping on the gun. No, no. Arsenal keep away. Arsenal keep away. Now, Marcus Rashford, for me, um, is a fantastic player, but he's been he has been not given the hand that I think he was expecting at Manchester United. Um, he caused us no ends of problems when when he played against us. Um, full England international, a player lacking in confidence, big time. We can all see that. Um, would Mikel Arteta be the kind of manager? That could get him back um, to, 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 you know, get him back to his best. Would it be at the right price? You know, someone that we could go for. Good question. Good question. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, 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 I'm I quite like Rashford. I think he's a good player. It's just that it hasn't worked out for him, man. You know, because what? Why? Because he's been mismanaged. They brought in likes of Ronaldo and people like that. They're not they've not had the faith in him to play him up front as a centre forward and and go with it. Um people will, will turn around and say, Oh, don't he's another Welbeck and all that, like you know. Um I, I'm not you know, Danny Welbeck done all right for us, it's just that he was injury prone in the end, like, you know. So um it depends what price it would be. And you know, someone just saying in the chat he's on big money at Man United. Of course he's on big money at Man United, he plays for Man United. Mm. Um I don't think um, it would be a bad signing for us. You know, he's young. He, he sort of sets into the to the um, uh, format that we've got with the youngsters and everything like that. Um, I, listen, if Arsenal go for, for, for Rashford, I'm going to back them because at the end of the day, when it comes to transfers, in this last two seasons and all that, they've got more yeah. right than wrong. So I, I, on, on that stage, I, I'm not going to... Uh, um, question Edu or um, Mikel on, on transfers. I think that if if anything that has been a big, big plus in his managerial reign at Arsenal is his, is his signings. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, 
when Mikhail Arteta brought in White and and Tommy Yasu and Ramsdale, oh God, these are rubbish, and they're only but you know they're only substitute players. They've turned out to be revelation. <laughs> They've turned out yeah. to be revelations. Do you know? So I mean, I think we're going back into I think we're going back into stuck up nose fan mode um, <laughs> w- 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 with that signing. I, I I think Marcus Rashford would would do well at Arsenal, and I think I think Mikhail Arteta would would would, would bring him down at the right price. Um, Marcus Rashford in the middle, Martinelli on the left, and Saka on the right. I don't know about you, but I think that sounds quite tasty. Yeah, um, yeah. That sounds all right to me. Oh, Karen, <laughs> there you go. We just answered your question. Um, I, I just clicked on the questions. That was the first one. What are your thoughts on Rashford? Uh, and would you take him at the Arsenal? Well, I think we've just uh, answered that one. This one uh, in from Colin. After deadline day this summer, everyone said we spent 160 million on backups. No one, including Arsenal fans, thought we'd finish in the top four. I agree with you, Colin Lee. I mean, yeah, I, I, didn't... Say that. I don't think yeah. that we was looking to to get into the top four at the beginning of the season. Maybe because we said that because Man United were we didn't think that they would shoot themselves in the foot like they have. But I, I did expect us to come uh, fifth. Um, if I'll be honest, that's where I would have been putting us down to. And if Man United shoot themselves in the foot, where does that put you? Fourth. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, this one comes in from Lee. Uh, who is your favourite Arsenal player of the season so far? Oh, that's a great question. I think there's been some. Uh, I'm a big. I think everybody knows I'm a big Martinelli fan. I love him. Like you know, what I mean, I think he's a great, great player. But uh, um, Saka's been outstanding. You know, I do. I do love watching Saka as a player. Mm. So I, I think it's been Saka. But you know, you could go Ulugard, um Smith Rowe. I think Smith Rowe. Um, has just dropped off because of what's gone on in the last few games. And I like them all. And, it, and it's nice now, you know. Do you know what? Two, three seasons ago, Craig, I was saying I don't like any Arsenal players. You were. So I, don't, I remember I, it. You know, do you know what I mean? I was saying I'm not really like into any Arsenal players. Now, I'm, you know, you're, you're asking me that there and I'm thinking, well, Martinelli, Saka, Odegaard, Smith-Rowe, I'm liking them all. I'm liking them all, you know what I mean? Like Tommy Asso, I'm a big fan. Ben White, I like Ben White. For some unknown reason, I like I like Ben White. I like Gabriel. So there's 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 a few, you know what I mean? But if I had to push push one, someone asked me what what name you'd have on the back of the shirt would be Martinelli. I, ju- I just like saying about the kid. I just just taught to, sort of sways me to him more than anybody else. Why I don't know. Maybe it's because he's Brazilian. Well, for me, you'll be surprised to hear that it's Aaron Ramsdale. He, uh, wow. I, I think Ramsdale, I mean, <laughs> goalkeepers union again, hands up, hands up. But um, the way he's come in and the way he's answered his critics, um, you, you couldn't have wished it to go any better uh, for the player. I love the way he, I love the way he is with the fans. I love the way he's, I love the way he's on the pitch, and I think that the defence, as a unit, is better. Not just because of him. But, well, I think he helps make the defence a better unit. He's very vocal, very commanding, yeah. um, you know, very athletic. Okay, I think he's... Uh, I think the last few games there, he, he hasn't been... Uh, yeah, he hasn't been at his best he has been, But, you know, as a goalkeeper, you're going to go through. You, you, you're going to go through them um, yeah. moments. Oh, I agree. As long as you're still winning... I, I'm not too bothered about it. Do you know, I'm not. I'm not going to be too bothered about it. To be honest, I mean, if you score one more than opponents, you're going to win, aren't you? So, yeah, I agree. 
Although Aaron Ramsdale, you know, everyone looks to Aaron Ramsdale when 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 he concedes goals. Um, I mean, I can't blame him for the two goals that went in yesterday. I mean, that, that oh, equaliser. Oh, what a goal that was, that equaliser. Yeah. Um, yeah. The overhead kick. And then, of course, the one then I thought was, you know, awful by Granite Xhaka. And and and, and then Gabriel, I, I thought Gabriel was very poor the way he, he dealt with that. Um, so I can't really... I can't really um, fault him. But Aaron Ramsdale, for me, he's my favourite player um, so far this season. Last question before we all go and watch Everton beat Spurs. <laughs> Again from Karen. Uh, for both Craig and Lee, in your opinion, how many years do you think it will take to challenge or even win the league? I, 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 I can't see Arsenal winning the league for a very, very long time. I, 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 unless there's massive, massive investment. I, 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 I can't because... Why every time we step, we go one step forward. Man City will go one or two. Same with uh, Chelsea. Well, maybe not so Chelsea now, but Newcastle. But I do expect us to be challenging within the next two years. Mm. I, agree. I, I really do. I, I don't yeah. think I don't know about winning it, but I do expect us to be this this time next next season, the season after, or the season after. You know, we're 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 it's it's Man City, Arsenal, and Liverpool say going for it, like you know. Certainly not going to be the favourites, but that's what I would expect. Absolutely. This one comes in from Jason. Thank you, Jason, for your kind donation. He says, great show as always, guys. Hope you're both well. Hope to see you soon, Judges Jay. Um, thank you very much, Jason. Um, Jason. I hope you're well to see too. Jason. Lovely guy. And enjoying what's happening at the moment. This one in from Wayne. These players are playing with their hearts on their sleeves. Absolutely agree. Um, the way Martinelli talks about the club, you can tell they love Arsenal um, as much as the fans do. And again, Lee, that's massive again, isn't it? Because he's right. Wayne is completely right. The way they're yeah. talking about the club, you know that they're getting it. Um, they get what it's all about. They get what it is to be an Arsenal player. Um, I've always said this, Craig. When a player turns around and says, I only want to come to Arsenal because of the Champions League, don't have them. Just come here because you want to play for Arsenal. And, and that's what we've got now. None of those boys are here. Oh, because they want Champions League, because it's Champions League football. They're here because they want to play for an Arsenal football club. They want to get Champions League, but they want to get it with Arsenal. They want to win titles and trophies with Arsenal. It's a big, big difference. So I'm always a big thing of that, like, you know, come and play for your... Partey left a Champions League club to come and play for Arsenal. Big, big thing, you know. Mm. Uh, so um, Tierney left his own club... Celtic, I know, you know, oh, Celtic and all that, still his team that he supported to come and play for the Arsenal. You know, these kids coming through love it at the Arsenal. So, you know, um, yeah, and I think that's why there's doubts whether people want to play for Man United because they're looking at it money-wise and things like that. Oh, you know, mm. they're only going to play for Man United if you pay me £300,000 a week or whatever like Great. Well, we saw it with Alexis Sanchez, didn't we? He went there for the money. Uh, yeah. And after two days, wanted to come back to Arsenal. So Yeah. So, it's a different thing about, like, I love it that they want to play for the Arsenal. And that's a big, big, big thing for me, Craig. And it's proving it, you know. Um, and, and, and you know, you can see there's a love and affection from those, from those players. And, and that's what you want. You, you know, you've we've got it. We've got it now, like, you know. And it's good to see. Listen, I was craving for, for the players to come over at, uh, and, and clap the fans for for years. They're all doing it now. Yeah, the culture, the culture. The, yeah. I think the, the whole culture of the club is changing. Yeah. Um. And 
I think a lot to do, a lot to do with it is the way Mikhail Arteta has gone. In yeah, the- I think yeah, I think he's right. He's done he's yeah. done some 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 good stuff. Yeah, he has done yeah. some good stuff. On that note. Um, an hour has passed, Lee. I mean, we were, I was joking. Which with we you. wouldn't do an hour, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I was joking with you before we come on air about just being me and you that we weren't going to do an hour, but we're just we're, we're just real close to it. Um, Lee, thank you very much, mate, for coming. No problems, no problems. It's always a pleasure, talking you know, about, like, yeah. talking about the game. Um, anything on Lee Judges TV this week we should be looking out for? We've got a couple of things coming up. I've got, um, I'm trying to sort out tomorrow an interview with um, George, the blind fella, George. You know what I mean? He's got some um, tremendous stories, uh, tragic story as well that he's going to be telling us about. Like, you know, I'm going to leave it up to him to tell, like, you know, it, it'll break your heart when he tells you. Uh, but he comes up, he's got the most fantastic sense of humour ever as well. And I just want to get him on speaking about Arsenal and his experiences with it and, you know, uh, what he does. And, and believe it or not, he plays cricket as well. Like, and he's a fantastic guy and uh, uh, a real inspiration for Arsenal fans. And we've got him on this week. Um, hopefully tomorrow we'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully a little bit with Kevin, but Kevin's busy with, with Everton and everything at the moment. I don't know if they're playing this week. So other than that, that's it. And we, we move on to um, to the stuff on um, at the weekend with the uh, Leicester game. Great stuff, great stuff. Um, we will be back with you. I'm not too sure if there's going to be a foreman in the mic tomorrow. Um, I will let you know um, as soon as I know. We've got the Always Arsenal show, um, obviously, on Thursday. That is at half past eight. I've been warned by Amanda not to get it wrong this week, so I've got it up in front of me here. Um, Thursday, 8.30. Amanda is going to be talking to British actor Terry Stone. Um, if you don't know who Terry Stone is, uh, he was the main character in Once Upon a Time in London, and he has also been in the rather uh, successful Rise of the Foot Soldier films. He's the fellow with the big blonde wig, um, if, you, if you haven't seen him. So Amanda will be talking to uh, Terry Stone on Thursday at half past eight. So be there, and I'll let you know um, about uh, Four Men and a Mic tomorrow sometime. Um, is he a gooner? Is he a gooner? Is Terry Stone a gooner? Do you know? I don't yeah. think he is. Um, I don't think he is. Well, that'd be but interesting. There's a, there's a backstory there that uh, Amanda yeah. won't. Um, Amanda won't let me know. But um, ah, that'd be interesting. But there's a backstory. There's a backstory to uh, about how they know each other. So um, I'm sure uh, she'll get something out of him. Um, and anyway, we, we could make him a gooner. We could. There's no. There's no reason. Nah, if you don't, if he's not a gooner, too old. Make him a gooner. We could make him a gooner. Um, so yeah we'll see you all during the week remember to go over to Lee's channel as well Lee Judges TV give him a subscription if you haven't already what a super thing to say because I'm sure you all have Um, thank you for staying with us this evening thank you to you all for listening on audio Um, again my thanks to Lee Uh, my thanks to you all until we see you again take care of yourselves and each other up the Arsenal and you get us Sports Social Podcast Network with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.